and welcome to another episode of Fool's Daily. Yes, we are still around. Real life got in the way. Um, I was busy designing stuff for bendyboards.co.uk, that wonderful terrain company that we should be sponsored by, but we're not. What, 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 what did you design? I designed a dungeon, mate. Okay, I don't really want to talk about it now. Why? Is it life-size? No, it's not life-size. Oh, it's, not that, it's, not, it's not a Fifty Shades of Grey dungeon <laughs> yet. No, it's not a Fifty Shades of Grey dungeon. So, I'm joined by Conrad. Woo! Hello. He's not very exciting. I'm joined by the much more exciting Lee. Hello. He is more exciting. He always thinks he sounds a prat when he's on this show. <laughs> Everyone else knows that he doesn't, but he always thinks that he does. I do. But he doesn't. No, I so. think that I do. Yes, but you don't. Okay. Conrad does. Conrad, on the other hand, does sound a prat because he is. Yeah, fair comment. <laughs> Conrad is the... If, if we were the... Oh, top, I, if we were the old, I don't know why I do up. this, you know. Because you love us. <laughs> If we were the old Top Gear presenting team, Conrad is definitely James May. Oh, does that make me the hamster? Yeah, well, yeah, but you're the wrong size. You could be a stretched out hamster. Does that make you Actually, a more I don't squat really want to, Clarkson? Yeah, but I, I, don't want to be Cl- I don't want to be Clarkson, personally. But there you go. I've, I've done many things in my life, but punched my producer is not one of them. Well, you see, that might make me Clarkson then, mightn't it? Oh, yeah, because you punch everybody. I don't punch everyone. Have I hit you yet? I've known you for a couple no, of years. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. You've known me a few years. You haven't hit me yet. I can't say that about a spoon. But... <laughs> yeah, but he deserves it, frankly. No, he's all right, apparently. wonder how he's getting on with his CD. That's right. His new, his new loved-up CD. <laughs> Has he made a yeah. mixtape? Um, his wonderful... His wonderful... Significant other Claire bought him a, D, a CD yesterday. What, what was the name of the CD? I don't know, True Romantic or something. Oh, I need to find out because I need to get the track list. <laughs> oh, well, while we're while we're frantically searching Twitter to find out what the CD that Claire bought Matt was, um, oh, Tender Classics, <laughs> Tender Classics, yeah. Bless him. I bet it's lovely. And Claire, if you are made to listen to this, I think it's wonderful. And you've nearly turned Matt into a normal human being again. No image available. That's no good. I need to see that it's got an image. It's got what? I can't confirm if it's the right one on Amazon. No, that doesn't look right. Anyway, we should, what are we here to talk about? Apart from We're here, well, well, Tinder Classics. <laughs> Tender loving. No, um, we're here to talk about Age of Sigmar. Ultron. No, Sigmar. He's bigger than Ultron. What? What's that? Um, it's the new Warhammer hotness, technically. Ooh. Depending on your point of view. Yeah, depending on your point of view, it's either. The worst abomination ever committed to gaming history. Um, an excellent new way of playing fantasy gaming. Um, a travesty of 30 years of development. Um, genocide of the Warhammer world. Genocide of the Warhammer world. And various, times. Various, various other phrases that 
are just the ones that annoy me when pe- when gamers use them. <laughs> um, I've seen it described variously as abortion, raping my childhood. Oh, um, some serious. Yeah, words. and you know, you know, I hate that sort of thing. Mm. Truth be told, it's GW are trying to do what people have criticised them for not doing for many, many years, and they're trying to get back into the market of what people actually seem to be playing. Yep. The problem is, it's going to upset everyone that still has mass amounts of stuff on square bases that rank up. Yep. The, the 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 big thing is everyone hates change, so it doesn't matter what you do with a game or you know rules, whatever. It's it's change, and everyone will be there'll be the lovers and there'll be the haters, and that's yeah. that. Yeah. Now, I haven't gone back and look. So we should say. So we're talking. We're talking Age of Sigma. So Age of Sigma. So far, the game is as we record. The game isn't out yet. I believe I've said that on Twitter a couple of times today. It's it's out on the weekend. So we haven't actually got the game. What we have got is we have got a load of PDFs that take convert the existing Warhammer races to the new format. And we have four pages of rules. Uh, which cover the basic, which cover the basic mechanics of moving, shooting, hitting, technically running away. Battle though there isn't, there, though there isn't any running away. Um, magic. Um, oh, and magic with the two spells, spells that are yeah. in the book. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's what we have, and so everything is based on that. At the moment. At the moment. The, uh, and the and book... we have the War Scrolls as well. Yes, that's why I said, I said that. That's the shoehorning of the existing races into... Which is the equivalent of Ravening Hordes. Was it 6th? Oh, Old Skull. Yeah, yes. Old Skull. Yeah, 6th yeah. 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 edition Ravening Hordes. Yeah. And we have some little pieces of information about where it's going to go. Um, one of the things that seems to be interesting is, and I'm, I don't know if this is just a local policy decision or whatever, but GW seem to have taken the shackles off their staff getting involved on social media. Unleash the staff. Yeah, that seems to what what's happened. So... At the Forge World Open Day last weekend, they had two people who were basically just answering questions about Age of Sigma. That's what that's what they were doing. Um, in the local Norfolk gaming group, our GW manager has been answering questions. As honestly as possible. Yeah. Without spin. You know, he's been saying, yes, understand that, I can see your point, you know, what I would want to have a, conversa- a conversation with another gamer is how he's been treating it. And I've never seen him do this up until this point, yeah, you no, know, no, this week. Normally, it's they don't say anything, do they? It's, it's, no. It's and the vow of silence, essentially. On the other side, 
the guy from Norfolk, uh, uh, I was going to call him John then, but it's not, it's Jason, I believe. Jason. Yeah, Jason has done an exceptionally good job. He's been biased. He's looked for questions. And when he doesn't know, he said, I don't know, I'll have to look for you. There has been on Facebook from another group where a said manager from a different group hasn't come across so well and has pointedly turned around and pulled, you know, the Michael of people about stuff. And, you know, and I can understand why GW don't want their uh, staff saying something because it's the same as me talking on behalf of weird as a henchman. I don't talk on behalf of weird as a henchman. I talk on behalf of myself. I just happen to be a henchman. I can't comment for the company that I work for. If, if you're if you're depending on your staff to uh, publicise your company and your product, they need to be trained appropriately. Yeah, um, yeah. Or you go away and take a view as to who can do it. In which case, some managers may have been told, "Yes, you're fine." Others may have been told, which is a risk anyway. But I'm guessing that uh, there seems to be a bit bit of a mix there in terms of yeah. pub. Uh, but, social media but, sort of involvement, but at least they are they are trying, which yeah. is something new. And the other big thing was that they sent out free um, they sent out uh, products to uh, quite a few of the fancy battle podcasts as well. They did, yeah. They they were all under embargo until like last Saturday. Yeah. So some of them did break it. Guess they won't be getting freebies again. Um, but yeah, they sent, they sent stuff out to get positive, you know, without, certainly from the letters that I saw with just, here it is interested in your feedback Whether you know, no, make sure you give us a five star review type stuff. Just here, have a box set, see what happens. Yeah. Do you think they've got somebody in marketing involved? (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've said, I, we should, I suppose we should. So basically, what they have done is they have thrown out Warhammer as it was the massed battle rank up units game has ceased to exist at present, anyway. Um, according to everything they've said, it's that's gone. That they're not going back to that ranking up system. No, that's fine. That's fine. But I'm just, I'm just putting it in there just in case because no, I it's it's all everything's rumours until we've got product in our hand or facts. As well, such. there's there, well, there's no, there's nothing in there's nothing in the book in the box set that indicates ranking up. I'm just using War of the Rings as an example where round base is still ranked up. Yes, but as I'm. I'm there is nothing. There is nothing in the thing to say you rank up. No, absolutely. No, I, I agree with you. But we don't know what's coming up, coming along. Well, yeah. I mean, it's in, yeah. But in five years' time, this may all be forgotten. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. In two um, years' time, this might be forgotten. We don't know. It, it might be. Certainly, the current plan is is that fantasy battle as we knew it, we, and that profile line and stuff is gone. Yep. Um, the races as we know them are also gone. Are also gone. Whilst we have the PDFs to help us with the transition, they're not. That's not what's happening. You know, those races aren't happening going forward. There isn't dark elves, wood elves, high elves. 
They have their own ales. Yeah, they have their own names, which can be which IP can be applied to. I'm guessing. Yep. Well, I'm certain that's what I'm certain that a lot of the changes to the names are for that reason. You know that they can protect it. But I mean, certainly the Forge at the Forge World event um, last week, they were saying that the Orc designs or the Uruks, um, which you know still nicely lead shows homage i guess to tolkien's roots yep um are going to have a different design style and a different design aesthetic than the orcs that we currently have you know away from that brian nelson um kev adams design yep and i it's going to be interesting to see where that goes um I mean, one of the things I didn't like so much seeing was essentially uh, the current War Scrolls, uh, they've been written with a light-heartedness to the races before, whereas I believe the stuff in the box, there's none of that light-heartedness. It's all sort of quite serious, and um, you don't have the silly stuff. Yes, that certainly seems... I mean, there's certainly... There are things on the War Scrolls that we've got where you've got, um, you know, the person with the biggest moustache gets to add plus one mm. sort of thing. But the War Scrolls in the box set don't have any of those sorts of things on them. But it's, uh, because... it's the same thing as when Ravage and Hordes was there, though, wasn't it? You know, we had a set stat line which then changed. Yep. And I, th- I think the biggest thing for me so far is that everyone's or lots of people are saying it's not balanced. Yes, but and oh, sorry. So no, no, go on. But we haven't seen everything yet. No, there's talk of um, scenario packs, and uh, they have plans for events as well. So uh, I'm. Yes, I think. I think. And I think where a lot of this is coming from, it's from tournament is... wargamers. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I'm no. I'm not going to say. I wasn't going to say them because yeah. it, I don't think it is just tournament wargamers. I think that I look at clubs. I look at. I've talked about in the past the old Buckingham Club that I sometimes go to, where it's very much a, a Warhammer focused club. You rock up, you, uh, you know, you put some toy soldiers on, and you play. There was an outcry on their forum this week about how can you play? How can you do that without points and things? Because, there, you know, as I'm sure everyone listening to this knows, there are no points in uh, Age of Sigmar. I think what... Certainly my impression of it or what happened is Age of Sigmar is actually just the box and the two forces in that box. That's currently all the Age of Sigmar stuff is. And then, because they didn't want to run into a Chaos Dwarf slash Squat issue of invalidating people's models, they have created the War Scrolls for all the previous races to give you a chance to use it. And so what's happening is people are using what they used to use, their old 8th, 7th, 6th, 5th edition stuff, and it's sort of trying to put a square peg into a round hole sort of thing. And so, the, you know, the, 
it gets caught and it gets sna- it gets snagged up. I think what we'll see going forward is when the the Age of Sigma armies are coming out, then a lot of the issues that people are co- currently complaining about will disappear. Now, the problem is, of course, if the veteran players that have given up on GW at that point. Can they compensate by bringing new players in? Can they get what their target market is, you know, that 14-year-old male who plays 40K, can they get him to play Age of Sigmar as well? I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. We're sort of of stuck in this halfway situation where we've got all this stuff that perhaps we should have just thrown away. They should have just gone, that's it, it's done. How many times have we been in a situation where we've not had all the information, you know, Horde's War Machine, Malifaux, Fancy Battle, you know, it's, it's, we've always been in this situation when a new edition comes out that stuff is in a holding pattern until we start really yeah. getting, getting the new stuff, you know? Yeah, and, and actually Malifaux's, Malifaux's a very good example. So yeah. when Malifaux rebooted, they did invalidate large chunks of people's models collections. Yeah, you know the way the when wait when it was only wave one, there were a whole load of models that you just couldn't use in the game, and they lost players over that. Yeah. Now they communicated that they were going to bring those models back. They had a very public beta where you know those models were made available. And that helped tide those players off. You know, players would put their Colette crew aside because they knew that eventually Colette was going to become viable again. Yeah. GW have sort of gone the other route and they've gone, no, we'll make everything viable now. Just just for appeasement, I think, to a certain extent. And it's possible that they've misjudged that veteran gamer market because it certainly seems on Twitter um, and on Facebook as well, you know, the social media forums, that there are a lot of those veteran players who aren't prepared to make the jump. The well, not no, not the jump. The oh, maybe it is maybe the mental leap. Right? Yeah. So yeah, jump is right to understand that. To use what they used to have with the, in this brave new world is going to require some compromise and chat with their opponents. Uh, but with respect, I think GW have always um, taken for granted the veteran gamer and their customer base. Um, it's it's a refreshing attitude at the moment in terms of their engagement with the people out there, their customer base, but. I don't expect that to stay. Uh, something that that stays. Um, they've put out a product. It's it's going to be the same as any new thing, any change. You either like it or you don't. Uh, there will be people who initially don't like it, and then they will filter back. We don't have the whole picture yet. Um, I quite like some of the stuff that they've done. Is it enough for me to play the game? I don't know. I'm probably going to give it a go. I'm not going to make any changes to bases like you guys have done uh, in terms of round bases because I don't see the point in investing any time if I don't like the game. Um, the new 
Sigmarines, as they're called, the new stuff, I really like. I'm not the figures. The figures are lovely. Not not so sure on the corn stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I think that's I, I like I, I like the Marauder guys. Um, I'm oh, interested like to them. see what's coming down the line as well with the the look and feel of things. Um, and I'm interested to see what's coming down the line product wise. I'm I, irrespective of me not playing eighth at all. Um, I, you know, I have, I've said it before. I'm, I have an interest in GW products still. I haven't bought one for ages, other than some of their hobby kits and the odd paint here and there. But um, I've still got four armies. You know, I've got my undead, I've got my beastmen, demons, and dwarves. So I'd like to play with them. I'd like to use those figures in some way, shape, or form. Um, nothing's come along necessarily to to make me do that yet this might be the thing um yeah but i i am worried also about some of the things that i've seen you know i, I watched a video report it was their first game and the what, and they put the one where they played everything wrong well i don't know if they played everything wrong no they they did <laughs> was it the one where um one guy put down his uh or was that a blog where one guy puts down a hundred models of an actual force and the other guy puts in a gash von Karstein and did you see that one? No, this was the two American guys and they oh, no, it's uh, not that. uh the, the the summary at the end was it felt like it was a great big plunge in the middle again um, yes um I, and i i've seen that i've seen that um I think one of the things that we're missing is suggestions for scenery. Yeah. Um, and I think it's pretty obvious that, that the, your traditional Warhammer battlefield has four pieces of terrain on it, one in each corner, and then a big open field in the middle. Um, I think that you're going to get more out of it if you start putting terrain in the middle of the field so that you have to, you know, run around it and stuff so that you don't just get that rah, run forward, stand in the middle, hit each other. They had quite a bit of terrain there, didn't they? they I think they followed the 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 rules as such. Yeah, but there was they... still a big, there was still a massive gap in the middle of the board there, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's part, that's partially it. Um, but I think you're right. I think that, you know, time, time will tell. I mean, so far on it, I have invested time you know i've invested probably five six hours in total um rebase to well to strip and old models you know 20 old year paint jobs and rebase and undercoat um but they're figures that i've i never used in seventh or sixth or fifth um you know rat ogres and things so I've, I've got models now that are undercoated that I've never used. Hmm. Um, you know, I had, and I wanted to use them, but it was a bit pointless. So now I'm going to try. I'm going to try that. We're playing. We're playing some games tonight, uh, and we'll see. We'll see how they go. And I fully expect that it will end up, you know, a big mash in the middle. But that's uh, just to see how things work. But that is, but that's what you know. It's going to be to see how things work, and we we know from what we have been told that there are um, the scenarios in the book, in the box set that go with the uh, 
um, the two forces that are in that intro box, and that there are the the plans are that you're going to get it's all story and scenario driven, so that you're going to get those sorts of things coming out of GW at some point, and we just don't know when that is. But given that they're on a weekly release schedule, that they release you know five six products a week, could be quite quick then. It could be, you know, it could be within a month or so you've got stuff coming out. Yeah. Yep. You see, I also have a funny feeling that they've they've taken stuff off the other companies now, haven't they? They'll have taken things from, you know, uh, Warmer Horse and stuff where all they have to do now is release a book with the, the orders because it's not... Armies are now lumped together as well, aren't they? So you've got... Is it, uh, um, Chaos, destruction, death. Law, chaos, destruction, and death. Yeah. yeah. You see, what you could do is, we might see books for Good each idea. one of them. Yep. And then you'll get another book in two months' time, or in every quarter, like Warm Hordes, which has got a bit from each faction in it, plus scenarios, plus extra things. Yeah, you you could have a scenario book which has stuff for each of the the factions in. Yeah. And the scenario. That's a really good idea um, yeah and that's where you and that's where you'll get your force org charts yeah. as well you know if you want to put you want to play the you know the skittering skaven horde of so, quick head taker these are the scrolls you have yeah so you know the thing is we're guessing though yes we are and i've been throwing questions at gw staff that i know of and all I'm getting back is we don't know. We can't tell you what we don't know. No. Um, I think the biggest comment I've seen and the one thing I have to sort of agree with is that there isn't a massive amount of information out from GW yet. But it's the game's not released yet. We've just had a white dwarf telling you all about it and how shiny the new box is. You know, yep. it's, um, it's at the moment... It's like trying to play a game of Malifaux with no stats or strats or schemes. Or figures. <laughs> well, you know, you're proxying stuff in to see how it goes. You yeah. might have the, you've got the uh, the war scrolls, but, well, that's running at each other and beat each other up. There could be, you have to defend stuff. You have to do this. You, we just don't know, do we? Yeah. You have to grow a beard. <laughs> I've got one. Um, but the other big thing is, a lot of it's going to come down to on who and how you play with your friends. Yes. You know, um, I wouldn't put an army down, which, you know, don't get me wrong, I think I'm playing Lizard, which is Sephiroth or whatever they are now, and I think they've got the ability to break, be quite broken. They can summon every unit in that they've got. Slan seem to do it quite easily. You know, I could double my stuff quite quickly. But does that mean that I'd take six Slan and just bring everything in? Well, the other thing is you'd have to buy six Slan as well. Yeah, I've got quite a big box of Liz Men stuff sitting somewhere. I don't know if I've quite got six Slan, but... <laughs> but... But no, you're, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right, mate. I mean, it's... It, certainly from my point of view, I don't... 
it's not a tournament. It's not a tournament game for me. I've got no interest in going to play it at tournaments. I want a game that I can push a certain amount of fantasy figures around the table. Um, you know, I was hopeful that um, Wrath of Kings was going to be that game, and it, you know, it turned out it wasn't. It just didn't trigger the right things in my head. Maybe this won't trigger the right things in my head. I haven't played any yet. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to giving it a try. Certainly. I'm, I was enthused. I was enthused enough to strip a shed load of figures, rebuild them, and glue, glue them onto new bases and resand everything. Yeah. Um, See, you're in the same situation as me, though, Mike. You've got a ton of models that you can use. Yes. For a game that we've just got all the rules for free for. Yeah. Yeah. So my investment has been some time. I haven't had to invest anything else. Though I have bought the box. Do you think? It's all a trick. What do you mean? At some point, there's going to be the gotcha from GW. Because at the end of the no. day, they're a PLC. They've got to sell money. No. You don't? No. No, I don't. Because, depending on what, how you read the figures, the entire Warhammer product line was between 10 and 15% of the revenue stream. Right. Compared with 40K, which is over 50% of the revenue stream. Yeah, uh, I mean they've been very clever with the design of the Sig- yeah. Sigma reads yeah. you know, to provide crossover to 40k players potentially yeah. from a visual point of view. That will sell products even if it's just to buy them into proxies, greens yeah. of some sort. You know. Well, I've seen loads of people talking about doing um, heresy, Horus heresy, marine armies using the Sigmarine figures. Yeah. But you know, if you've got You've got supposedly your second main product line, and it's only doing, you know, a fifth of what your other main product line is. You've got to do something. Yeah. So, you know, what can you do? You can write a, you could write a tighter, more tournament-friendly rule set. Is that going to sell you more figures, which is where you really make your money? But the problem is, if you do that, people are just going to use that rule set and the models they already own. Yeah. Also, it's probably not going to sell any more figures because your biggest cost point is your back, you know, the size of model, the amount of models that you have to have is a massive barrier to entry. If you can start playing this with, you know, the tw- 20, if the 17 models, the 17 Sigmarine models that are in the box are a, a force that you can play with, then you've, you know, the, the, your barrier to entry is much, much lower. Yep, and so you can get those. You can get those fourteen-year-olds um, buying it. I think it's an exceptionally brave decision that they've made to th- to literally throw away the game that they've had since nineteen eighty-four. Because we've been saying this for years, though. You know, they they needed to throw away their old, the old stat line, the old way of playing. Ne- not necessarily the 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 history and everything, but. They've made some major changes, haven't they? So, it's, yeah, it's... I mean, it's it's still buckets of dice. You're still rolling loads of d6s. I think my I think my Ratoga unit generate. I'm throwing 24 d6s to attack for my six models. Uh, so you've still got that that bucket of dice mentality. Yep. Um, but you have 
you know, significantly lower models. Now, I've, I've the one that I'm playing with tonight, I've built out, um, you know, because I've, I've got the models, I built extra. But theoretically, I could have done four rat ogres, ten giant rats, the hell pit abomination, and the six pack masters. So less than 20 figures. Yeah. For the for the force. I must admit, I built the this thing for the um uh for the skink list. I think I'm on 23 models. So you know, it's not going to be a big big start, is it? No. Um, but yeah, so I think, I mean, only time's going to tell on the sales figures whether it whether it works or not and but the people who are vocal on the internet aren't the people who are going to determine the success or failure of the strategy um it's going to be um a new you know hopefully for them new people and and me i mean as i've said before i'm a gw shareholder so i have a vested interest in this succeeding a very small vested interest, but a vested interest nonetheless. Um, in this being in this being successful for them, and they are going full bore at it. I never thought I would see the day that the Space Marine outside G- GWHQ was replaced. Yeah, that is funny. You know, that was that and the Aquila were were the iconic symbols of that building since they've moved there, which apparently is eighteen years ago they moved to that building. <laughs> which just is terrible. Um, and yet this week they replaced it with a Sigmarine and the Gaumar's Sigma Hammer logo. Yeah. And and on that note, I need to go. Oh, do you? Yes. It's five past 11. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that means, yeah, that means the cricket started. <laughs> it's on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah, so that, so that was a brief, exceptionally rambling discussion about Age of Sigma. You'll I'm looking to, forward to it. You'll have to record when you've played as well, after you've yeah. played. Well, as I say, I'm playing tonight, so we shall talk about it. And we also have to, at some point, we have to talk about the uh, the forthcoming Bendy Boards Kickstarter. Yep. Yep. See, so many things to talk about, and yet we're all busy. So, until next time, I've been Mike. I've been Lee. I've been Sigmarine Conrad. Have you? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, Conrad's been telling us for ages that he has to go. Perhaps we should keep him on the line for a while. I'm dropping now. <laughs> all right. Bye all. Bye. Bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter. We're at Fools Underbar Daily or via email foolsdaily at outlook.com